You're listening to Remotely One, a podcast that educates, entertains, and inspires you to take your life back from the office commute. I'm Rick, a former beer rep who left the warehouse to become a voice actor and digital creator. And I'm Colleen, a remote work advocate and consultant. We're going to speak with some of the top professionals who have managed to avoid the commute as they share stories from the most inspiring to the most comical, all while working remotely. Man, this sounds awesome. Let's clock in. Hi, I'm Mary Brown from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I'm at the Relief Summit, and I'm with Still Case. Thanks for joining us, Mary. Yeah. Appreciate you being yeah, here. Thank Glad you to be so here. Yeah. Our, our topic today is, is workplace culture and the remote worker, how they integrate with one another. And my first question is, what types of impact does workplace culture have on remote employees? Yeah, so for remote workers, they're going to probably be part of a hybrid, if they're part of an organization, sure. so a hybrid workplace culture. So some of them are working remote. A lot of times um, in some organizations, the, the remote person is there most of the time versus being in the office. So they're out of sight. And mm-hmm. so that's one of the huge impacts that individuals who are working remote, because if they're not on site, there may be some uh, tendency to not be inclusive of them mm. or not know that they, you know, you can yeah. out of sight, out of mind sure. sort of thing. Yeah. Sure. You find that's fairly common, out of sight, out of mind? I, I think so. Yeah. By default, you know, we're human beings, of course, right? So yeah, what's yeah. in front of us or yeah. what's you know said gets done and that sort of thing. Yeah. Hmm. You know, we were talking last night about the idea of workplace culture and diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm-hmm. And how sometimes the roles are in different departments. Can you talk a little bit about your role at Steelcase, mm-hmm. right? And why you are adamant mm-hmm. to have the title that you have. So mm-hmm. could you tell everybody what your title is mm-hmm. and, and then also how you're structured and why it was important to you to have that title. Okay. So my title is culture consultant and having come from uh, previously working in DEI and then coming out of DEI working in transformation and innovation. um, When I, I was adamant if I go back into DEI, I wanted to reframe how we talk about DEI. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and so what I mean by that is that, we often, DEI, just like the people that they're serving or trying to create equity for, are othered. So DEI is the othered. other thing. I like love we're that. Gonna do, wow. We're going to do DEI yeah. today, right? Yeah. It's and a thing. It's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And in my mind and over the years of working with people, what I've noticed is that when you do that, it's an add-on. So it's something else I got to do in my, in my job. Yeah. And therefore, leaders, employees feel like, I got to go to this DEI training. I got to do this. But really, DEI is a business acumen, right? Mm-hmm. So being inclusive is a, is a business acumen. Mm-hmm. And if I'm a leader, if I'm being promoted, it should be looked at as just similar to anything else I have to skill up right. or upskill if I need to enhance it. Um, the other part of that is that I feel that with DEI, it has to be embedded into the system. Into the know, system. Right. So that means your systems and processes, you have to look at how do they reinforce inclusivity or 
other people, mm-hmm. right? Uh, or disadvantage or however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. And also that DEI is everybody, mm-hmm. right? It's, 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 everybody needs to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. So in the conversation, and I think we kind of talked about this too, is in the conversation, no one should be excluded. So your identity as a white male mm-hmm. is important too. And what you bring to the workplace, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And and how have you been advantaged from that identity? Mm-hmm. How have you have advantages over people from that idea? You know, I, I kind of... Um, I like that. Go with the idea of not, and there is a privilege, but the word privilege has gotten such a, a little negative, negative yeah, connotation. Yeah. It really is that you've been advantaged, right? And like what that. does what does that mean, mm-hmm. right? And so, what I'm really proud about with Steelcase is that they've looked at their systems and processes. They're working so it's not a performative thing. A lot of people enter DEI or the work of DEI, and it's about performance outside of the organization. And it's almost like we got to get our house in order too, mm-hmm. and be very careful with, you know, like recently we've got the accolade of being best place for work for women, mm-hmm. but, but internally we said, okay, that's good. But who, what women? And what does that mean? Is it advantage for more white women? Is it advantage for more women who can have, um, who are in positions where they can have childcare easily? Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Well, uh, right. Yeah, let's, let's dig into it. Yeah. So we didn't shy away from digging into it. It was like, that's great. We love that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a great to be seen as a good, great place for women. Mm-hmm. Um, but what does that also mean for everyone who, if, regardless of whether they're in the C-suite mm-hmm. or in the production area, what does that mean? I love, I love what you're saying. And at Blend, we purposely made a decision probably in 2015 to not use diversity, equity, and inclusion, mm. we decided that we were going to always call it inclusion and diversity because mm. exactly what you said. Start first. Let's start with this inclusion first. Let's start at home first, and then mm. let's let's venture out. Um, the other thing that I love because I've said it a million times, so I love the validation. Love that. <laughs> um, include diversity and inclusion. It's just. Strategic business advantage. It's a strategy, and, it is, and I don't want to give the impression that those organizations that are even doing social justice work within their organization mm-hmm. that isn't important. I think of that course. is important. Of we course. we do it in right. our ESG right. work, right? Right. But if we're um, going to spend tons of resources, we're going to spend a lot of money, and returns are going to be slow over time. That's what we talk a lot about. Like mm-hmm. you're going to invest a lot, but you're not going to see a needle move for some time because it takes a lot of time, right? Mm-hmm. And it's if you're not going to mm-hmm. If you're going to invest all that, why you're going to invest all that? And it's just like there's a lot of um, business advantages um, to avoiding groupthink, to avoiding uh, uh, mix-ups. You know, like the the Dove commercial where the black guy goes in and comes out and he's a white guy because he's clean. It's like, are you sure you didn't... did you have anyone on your marketing team of color? Because I'm pretty sure I'd have been like, hey... uh, have you updated your resume lately? <laughs> <laughs> right. You might want to double check. As a, as a global organization, we have to look at, uh, you know, how those cultural differences play out in different areas. So what's important culturally in the United States mm-hmm. may not necessarily be the important or the, the epicenter of controversy or mm-hmm. focus in APAC or EMEA. So we, we have That's to be conscious of that. That's a very good point. Wow. Fantastic. It's a lot to think about. 
so with regard to workplace culture, we talked a little bit early earlier about um, companies trying to find different ways to build an inclusive and dynamic, you know, hybrid workforce. What are some of the ways that that they're doing that? I think there's numerous ways, but one I can speak from experience, direct experience from my previous employee with Spectrum Health mm-hmm. and a healthcare system in which, you know, the uniqueness is you have the clinical space and you have mm-hmm. the business side and it was easier for the business side to, you know, um, everybody go work from home. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, as you know, with healthcare, it was really a challenge with um, a lot of the dynamics that were happening. Mm-hmm. Right. But I would say from the uh, hybrid, we had to really think about um, where do we start, right? So immediately, just like everyone else, we did what we needed to do. You, you go into action. But as we started, the years started to go forward, we had to think about, okay, we're going to probably be in the state for a minute. A minute, right? <laughs> a minute. And what's our organizational stance, mm-hmm. right? And so our team that worked with hybrid, we were very adamant about looking at the organizational stance and really pushing it. You've got to stand somewhere. You've got to talk about what is important as an organization. Mm-hmm. And it goes beyond just the values, right? You have to bake into that. But I think originally it was kind of like, we were like, we're just going to recite our values. But people are like, well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. So helping mm-hmm. an organization said that we are finally, we are a hybrid workplace. Yeah, right? I saw that on your website. I mean, you're right. Right now, there's so much confusion Um, Number one, because people aren't defining what Mm -hmm. remote is at their company, Mm -hmm. um, where people are looking at job descriptions and they say we're remote and then they're interviewing. It's like, well, we want you to come into the office, you know, four times a week. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, that's not remote. So, yeah, I mean, I told the the fact that Steelcase literally took a stand on their website, literally on the home page. I saw it recently. I mean, it could have been slidish slideshow mm-hmm. but it said you know prepare yeah, so for that, hybrid like right the, on the home page of their website mm-hmm. hybrid. i was like wow yeah and for steel case uh specifically with the steel case entity it we recognize that our employ our customers mm-hmm. are in the state right we've you know been hybrid we've worked as high it's kind of like okay we've mm-hmm. worked in that that space but we also realize that we're going to be playing remote work from home and hybrid, right? That's true. So there's like for us, the right home (laughs) furniture, you know, we have a a home furniture or or outward facing the work from home um, customer, right? And for remote would be similar to, you know, how would we outfit a Citizen M, like we talked earlier, Citizen mm-hmm. M was like saying that people were giving responses like we need those phone booths, we need mm-hmm. those. I'm like, we got them. Right? <laughs> if you want them, like we 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 got them, right? Yo, these so, desks can't be fastened to the ground, dog. Uh, they got to be a little like flip flexible. Flop yeah, you need, need the flexible desk. flexible yep. office. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. not not looking at it as a zero sum game, mm-hmm. right? But it's like some people are going to be remote. Some people are going to be working from home. Some people are going to work from the office, right? Sure. And there are going to be needs in that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the office uh, facilities are going away. They're just being reimagined and looked at very different for the needs of the current time. Fantastic. What a time to be alive. Yeah. And a transformation like this. I mean, yeah. it's just some were ready for it and some weren't and 
thankfully, people like you out there who are clearly ready for it and are willing to think about it. Well, we we talked about it earlier, right? You can yeah. either operate from a place of fear, right? Mm-hmm. Or operate from a place of, here's an opportunity. Sure. I yeah. used to have a professor, uh, uh, David Langford, that uh, studied for and works out when I was in education. And he would say, every problem is an opportunity. Absolutely. And he coined it as problem tunity. And I've always used that. That's a problem tunity. That's right a problem tunity right there. Favorite word of the day right there. <laughs> yeah. I just came out with it. I love it. I guess well, it's Dr. Langford. So okay. I was like, it's Dr. Langford. Yeah, Dr. Langford. I don't even know if he's still around or whatever. Or whatever. We'll, really, we'll give him, we'll give him I got a question for you. Sure. And I think it's like the most important question. here. Indeed. Definitely. Yeah. So can you tell our viewers and listeners something um, that most people don't know about you that's not related to work? And that's, I want something that's embarrassing. Oh no, I, I don't know anything. <laughs> okay, or well, inspirational, whatever well, you want, whatever you want. So, it, the most I would give you one embarrassing. Yeah, here the we most, go. That's what we want. The most embarrassing is like I like to sing like theme songs very badly, like Wait. on my own, and just on my own, like, like, like at the top. Like you're of not my a good life. singer, you mean? I, I I think I can hold a note if I have to, but I just do you do it bad on purpose? Yeah, I do it bad on purpose. And oh, I, that's I even better. Okay, okay, I that's better. way better. That's we way better. Find the karaoke bar. That's great. But I'm a huge Marvel fan, so oh, that, you know. But nice. per- particularly, uh, you know, just looking at how can we reimagine the world that I think Marvel does. Oh, wow, I agree. Like the whole, like the way they basically came up with this whole series of movies and yeah. offshoots and different worlds. They, yeah. They've done a great job. Yeah, my wife painted a, a giant Spider-Man on my son's wall. <laughs> Six. So he's <laughs> right in heaven. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's awesome. great. So where can our viewers find you online? Oh, LinkedIn right okay. now. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm working on a dissertation and everything, so I don't have yeah. a lot of That's okay. social media Congratulations, time. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, fantastic. AB, ABD is uh, very difficult. <laughs> right. Yeah. Moving along. Yes. Well, what's the, what, I'm sorry, I have to ask one yeah. more question. What's, what's, what's your uh, PhD going to be in? Oh, it's an EDE, EDE organizational uh, leadership. Nice. Yeah, specifically looking at people who work in organizations and work with leaders. Oh, wow. um, Not like a OED for education. So it's Dr. Like Brown. Yeah. Can't wait to call you Dr. Brown. Yeah. Well, when, when you come, when you become Dr. Brown, please come back and see us. It'll be awesome. Yeah, we'd love to we have want you. We want to be on the, the first show. podcast where you're Dr. Brown. Okay. Yes. All right. Awesome. <laughs> I think that's a good, a good turning point right there. I look forward to that. <laughs> I can't wait. So, Mary Brown, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I very much value your insight, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon. Awesome. Cool. You've been listening to Remotely One. Visit us at remotelyone.com forward slash podcast for upcoming episodes. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and download our episodes on your favorite podcast app. Hey, hey, don't forget to clock out. <laughs>